show where we talk about all things RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race spoilers, and anything else drag queen related, drag queen related that we feel is worth talking about. Uh, my name is Evan Ayers. I'm your host and join with me as always are two wonderful co-hosts, George Munoz and Jamila Zarab. Hi. What is up, guys? Hi. Hi. Not much. Hi. Happy, happy to be back again. Happy Monday or whenever you're listening to this. We record <laughs> on Mondays. Me uh, too. I'm so happy to be here. Um, we're doing coming from a little different location today. George and I are at my office at work, which actually feels like really professional. I like, like this it. is like what yeah. a real book studio feels like. I mean, you guys sound great. Yes. There, there's a great snack bar too here. Yeah. So. George <laughs> raided my I'm kitchen. I'm kind of loving it. It's much better than my home. Nothing there. Um, guys, how are your weeks? What's going on? I've, I've, um, let's preface that I think we're all like in the same, we're like, I am so beat. Like, I, am, I have like, this has been a long week already, and it's only Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this has been the Mondayest Monday to ever happen. Yeah, no. I my Monday was terrible from the start. <laughs> I woke up not feeling good at all, tried to go into work, uh, got a fever almost immediately and like left after an hour, and I've just oh, been no. sleeping all day. But I'm feeling a lot better now, and I think tomorrow's going to be my actual Monday. Your recovery, yeah. You look good. <laughs> What about you, Jamila? What's up? Or why was yours a bad week? Not. I mean, a bad week. It just started. Well, um, no, sorry, sorry. Or like a long week. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's been a long week just because, and I'll just use the analogy of, um, and I think this is very common in a lot of people with a lot of people who work in media where they try to squeeze the most out of you that they can possibly get without putting any resources back in. You know what I mean? So like the company that I work for, they want us to launch six podcasts within three months. But I brought in a a pretty famous guest recently who came into the studio and he just like was like, are you serious? This is this is your studio. This is like a home podcasting setup. And he was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. You know, like it, it, it's, it's, they, it's, they want us to do like so much with so little and it's really ridiculous. And I'm really starting to feel the strain of it. That's, uh, and they're not like provide, like they don't provide you with any of these things or did you have to get this yourself? No, I mean, I, they provided it with us, but it's not professional standards at all. It's like they have, what is this the saying? They have, um, Caviar taste with the hot dog budget. Oh, that's that's my <laughs> new like beer and wine. That's is, my new Twitter profile. Kind of similar, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really, and I'm really feeling just the strain of of it all. Um, but shows like this, just where this. we have actual professional studio recording. Yes. <laughs> we, we have a we have a full staff here. Have uh, you seen my mic? It's crap. like pretty nice. Craft services. Your mic is great. I love that little thing. I, I kind of wish we had that. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like it's like one of those old fashioned um broadcasting mics. Yeah. yeah. I, like I love it. Yeah. Very, very like fireside chats. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I agree. I'm glad that you're uh glad that you guys are here today. I will say that I have had for some reason, I don't know if it's like this time of year when like the seasons change, but I always have I don't want to call it like seasonal edition, but I just have such a hard time like adjusting from those like the summer to the winter months yeah. or in the fall. And I don't know what 
it, like if it's because like the holidays are coming up or like if my work's got busy, I don't know what it is, but like I just always get such a funk. So I try to keep really, really busy to like avoid being like, you know, down in the dumps for no reason. And then I just well, become more tired. Literally everything around you is dying and changing. Yeah. You know, that's like what fall is. It's God. like a it's it's a season of transition. That's, I've never actually thought of it that way. That's kind of morbid. This is a really, really upbeat, upbeat <laughs> show today. It's morbid, but it's yeah. true. And it just means that, like, you don't have to take it in a morbid way. It's just, like, no. things in your life are changing. And the transition is, is is tough, but it also means that, like, you can kind of, you know, shed your skin and shed all the things that you want to leave behind in 2019 because oh, something new is that. coming. I love that so much. Yeah. You just you just cured George's illness. I know. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to leave that I'm gonna call in 2019. My, I'm going to talk to my mom after this show's over. Everything's <laughs> going to be much better. Um, okay, so I thought this week, before we, again, for those of you listening, again, this is the rumor mill. So we are eventually going to talk about rumors and speculations for currently the upcoming episode of Drag Race UK, episode four. Uh, so before we go any further, I do want to give another, just in case, a warning that there is a spoiler alert. Uh, if you do not like spoilers, then I would recommend probably going to the next episode of a different podcast. Um, <laughs> but before we talk about the spoilers, because I think they're kind of fun, I do want to check in um, to see if there's anything else going on in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race that we think is worth discussing. I personally think it's worth uh, noting this Todrick Hall drama. Have you yeah. heard anything about this? I have. I have. I saw... Uh, two posts, one from the dancer that he didn't pay mm-hmm. multiple times um, and conned him into doing like free work. And then the other post that I saw was from his assistant who people have accused of being complicit because this guy basically bragged like, you know, I was with Todrick for like years and I was his assistant and I saw him personally not pay people or and like hold out on payments and i saw him be racist and i saw the coonery and everything you know and then it's like well why didn't you do anything or say anything or yeah, stand like, up for these people that's crazy yeah, yeah so, what point are you compliant or are you just complicit excuse me yeah, yeah. so for everyone who doesn't know like uh, what's actually happening um uh, as jamila um, said his a dancer an ex-dancer of his um, posted something on the internet. I don't know where it was. YouTube. He was a YouTube personality and his um, his dancer. But he posted online. He said, a bunch of folks have asked about my experience working with Todrick. And I know it's no surprise, but just going to tell you all now. Yes, your reservations about the fella are valid. We're sad because he is talented indeed. But that talent is squandered by the word, the C word that Jamila said. Baby is whitewashed to hell and miserably unprofessional. Also, he doesn't pay, um, which is crazy because a lot of people have said that. And then since then, Manila has come out and said that she hasn't been paid for um, a party that she hosted for Todrick last Halloween. And Manila? Then, yeah, Manila Luzon. She's the first queen to actually come out and say something about that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, what, did, what did she say? Oh, Manila confirmed. She was like, yeah, I... I um, P- Todrick kind of defended himself on Twitter and was just like, oh, like, I, sorry, I haven't paid you yet. Like, I'll make sure you, to pay you because, like, you definitely deserve it, not just because you're calling me out. Right. Um, and Manila said something along the lines of, oh, here it goes. Uh, she goes, uh, well, you still owe me for hosting your Halloween party last year. So, dot, dot, dot. Blue. <laughs> well, so this is interesting to me for two reasons. One, because because we all know um, Daddy of Afterthought Media, Joe Batance, is the biggest Todrick Hall fan. 
Um, and by that, I mean, <laughs> Joe does not care for this individual. He's always ranting, but I feel like it's, it's worth uh, talking about this because it will kind of give Joe some justification for his really intense feelings. Um, but I remember, I think it was you that told me this, George. I remember years and years ago before he kind of has, before he was what he is now, Todrick was making those YouTube videos. It was like the mean gays. Have you seen that where they mm-hmm. parody mean girls? Yep. And there was some controversy about how like he essentially scammed someone or like there was the way that he funded these projects was, was allegedly like kind of shady. Yeah. And so like everyone was like, this boy is canceled, but this was like literally like almost 10 ago, or probably more than that. And so no one really did anything about it. And I always like thought that he, like I always had it in the back of my mind. And it's interesting that I don't know like why people are just, this is all coming out of nowhere. Like, has he done something like, I don't know. The guy might, yeah, the, his dancer may have snapped. That's funny that you say that though. Um, I was looking through Reddit and there was someone, um, I'm just going to read what they, they wrote. They're a film school student. And they're like, Todd's people sent my film school class an email asking us to film and edit a video for him for free. Yeah. Um, like he can't afford to pay a couple of broke students, even a hundred bucks to do it and cover costs. Everyone in the class ended up declining, but yeah. So I'm wondering if that, those are the videos that yeah. they were, um, that you were talking about. How yeah. Um, tried to be yeah. That's the thing is that I don't understand is one, why? Because he has a certain amount of fame. Why isn't he just one of those artists who just gets paid to do things? You know what I mean? Like, why does he insist on doing these projects, these big level of projects where he has to hire people? Like, I don't understand why he's just not a choreographer who gets paid to, you know, choreograph dances or, you know, hired to be on a panel or hired. Do you know, like, why isn't he just setting himself up to be paid for work? Why is he constantly doing things that require him to hire people, pay people? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, and this happens, a, like, I especially see this in New York a lot, where people will have events or they'll have like a project and they will tell people that they'll, they'll say a certain, they'll want that person and they'll know that that person costs a certain amount of money and won't do it unless they they get that money. So they'll promise them that amount and then just don't pay them at all. When it makes more sense to say, okay, this is my budget and then let people, this is my budget. This is what I have for this project. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the people who don't mind taking, even if it's a small amount, even if it's a hundred dollars for per diem, per diem, you know, the people who are like, okay, well, this is a good opportunity and I don't mind taking you know, a smaller pay rate yeah. to work with Taja Call. And instead, he's just paying people nothing. He's promising them, you know, like sometimes up to a thousand dollars, upwards of thousands of dollars, and then just not paying them at all. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's just, he's just lying to them pretty much. Yeah. Well, my question too is that if he is, I mean, because he is, this is what the original post like, what made a comment about how talented he is like he really is like a very very like talented individual that i think he's like so involved in these things because he definitely like has a creative like mind where he likes to be a part of these projects like so intensely but like why isn't he like hiring like like an assistant or like actually like a staff that actually like is accountable for i can't imagine he's the one that's like sending those checks he's not writing you know what i mean i feel like that comes like a lot from like the team that you put yourself around too because this is like no it's not um anything new like especially with like the drag queens um, that we're talking about the show they talk about, you know, a lot of these famous artists will use, will kind of use drag queens as a prop to like, you know, to be in a video or like, you know, they don't ever like actually offer them real work, but they say it's, um, oh, this is a great exposure for you. This is a chance for you to be in the Madonna video. Did you guys hear about the Monet Exchange Madonna thing? 
No. Monet, like, apparently um, dropped out of, like, a huge engagement because she was invited to be in the Madonna music video. And I guess after, like, the amount of, like, she, like, lost her contract with, I think, the Haters Roast or something because she, like, yeah. she had, like, canceled it. We talked about this several months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But it turns out, like, she got to the set, spent her whole day there, was never paid, and was also never even used in the final cut. And it's like, that's oh. what you agreed to. But also, like, that, she's like, I don't hate Madonna, because that's not Madonna's yeah. fault. Like, that's obviously right. just, like, shady business. Like, I don't think Todrick is is at the level yet to be doing that and thinking that he's going to get away <laughs> with it. Right, right. So, that's very interesting. I wonder if, I'm sure we'll still see him on Drag Race, though. He's we, I'm sure I'm sure he's going to be on the season, even, of UK. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's going to be, I don't know if he's slated to be a guest judge or a recurring judge on All Stars 5 or oh, Season really? 12. I'm, I mean... I'm sure he's going to choreograph something. He typically is. Him and RuPaul seem to be very tight, which is... They do seem to be very tight, but then also Ru seems like the kind of person who will be like, mm, that's controversial. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know if she's going to have his back in that way, but maybe. Yeah. Or they also might be very... They might be very similar for that regard, so they just don't care. They definitely seem like they have... Um, kind of grandiose mindsets about themselves. I remember he performed in DC uh, this last Pride. Did you see him when he was here, George? I didn't, no. He performed and it was the Capitol Pride and uh, there was some um, like technical difficulties where his like his tracks weren't playing. And my friend who cuts, he cuts our hair at um, this place in DC is a drag queen. And so he was performing with Todrick and said he just threw the biggest fit about it, was like the biggest diva, like was by no means like humble. Everyone was like so apologetic and like trying to really like, you know, make him feel like, you know, he was valued and they appreciated his time. Yeah. And he just, I don't know, things like that always leave a bad, that just leaves a bad impression. So the point of this is, I don't, we don't know this person, but it's just fascinating because Joe has been talking shit about him for so many years. And it's clearly validated. Clearly validated. Yeah. Um, so shifting gears to things that make me very happy because we started off in kind of a somber tone. I want to talk to you both, uh, both about this last episode of Drag Race UK. You have strong have, feelings about it. Have you seen it? Did you f- catch up, Jamila? I just finished. This is so bad. I just finished the second episode. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. So, so have you seen, so have you seen the, the third episode? No, I started watching it. Okay. So that's, well, I, hopefully I won't uh, ruin it too much. No, no, no. You know what, me, I love spoilers. Yeah. So <laughs> you, know, you should try this podcast called The Rumor Mill. Um, <laughs> George, what did you think of episode three before I give my thoughts? So I thought it was a great episode. I actually love the challenges. Um, I mean, this is almost in every season where, or every other season where they have this type of maxi challenge where you have to build something out of nothing. Um, and I love it because it really shows the queens who know how to put a look together and the ones who don't. Um, and it also highlights a skill that I think you need as a drag queen going on drag race, which is how to sew. And so it really calls the people out who do and do not know how to sew. Um, overall, I agree with the judges. I don't think I agree with the bottom two. I think Baga should have been in the bottom in place mm. of um, uh, something Wong. I thought something Wong's jacket and like, like i thought it would looked great and it was an unforgiving fabric that she ended up turning out really well it was really well made. and it, it was cut well yeah and like everything looked great it was just boring compared to everyone else's but like the even rupaul's like said like this is an unforgiving fabric like good luck with this one yeah and she did yeah. but she's in the bottom and i 
I think she deserved that lip sync, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jamia. So the challenge this week, um, for those of you listening um, in the future, the challenge that we're talking about was they had to make um, outfits out of essentially trash, but they used it as like the back of a car. So like they like came in with this giant car and all, all this like random shit that they had. To obviously, it was a design challenge that I thought would have been something you would see on like episode one. Mm-hmm. It was very much like a premiere episode that I or like challenge that they would use. And I was glad to see them like still incorporating these like kind of OG style challenges. Um, but Those I do agree. Those are always you... my favorite. Yeah. And it's, I think the interesting point, and I guess the, you've kind of touched on it, George, but I thought one of the more interesting bits of the episode was the Vivian kind of popped off. And the Vivian we've kind of, we're starting to see become definitely a front runner, but also kind of not the villain, mm-hmm. but she's very, very direct, but she's right. And that her big argument was like, I don't know how to sell. Like when in her real life, she has people make her clothes for her. She's like, I, that's not what I do. But I knew I was coming to Drag Race where this was going to be a part of this competition. Like, and that's why I learned. Mm-hmm. And he's like, anyone that didn't learn before coming here is absolutely stupid. And I kind of have to agree with her. Like, it's not, you. if you know what's coming, you know, like, you know, people have obviously won it. And, you know, I'm trying to think of like an example. Won it. Something, something won it. Something <laughs> lost it. Like, for example, a Ben de la Creme on her first set challenge of season six of Drag Race, she it was a design challenge and she won the challenge um, without knowing how to sew. She like hot glued everything that worked. But at this point, we're like 10, 10, 10 years of the show. Like you feel like you should probably at least kind of try to learn. So we ended up seeing um, a bunch of looks that I thought were actually some of the coolest runway looks I've seen in a long time. Oh yeah. I actually really liked the Vivian's. Vivian's was I good. She looked great. Um, I thought that um, Crystal should have won. I really thought Crystal should have won the, um, uh, what's her name? Davina DeCampo is the one who did end up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a fantastic look. I thought she should have been second. Um, I it reminded me of like the detox look that my jaw dropped. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. It looked exactly. I mean, it was fantastic. Um, but I think there was a lot of work that got put into crystals that I, I, it just overshadowed um, Davina for me. Yeah. How bad was Vinegar Strokes's look? Bad, Jamila. It was. I mean, again, it's very easy for us. To, I, I want to be very aware of that, you know, that we're three non-drag queens talking about a show about drag queens critiquing it, but this was a I tough, mean, that's tough the look. Point. I know, that's I know, but like, point. I mean, not to discredit like the effort that she put into it, but it was pretty tough. And the most of the episode was them kind of all joking about how she was fucked to be. It was very, she was joking about it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so Jamila, one of the, one of the bits RuPaul does the walkthrough and he describes his drag to his face as hodgepodge. And so oh, like, yeah. the whole episode was just pretty much being like, you if if we didn't already do a show where we spoil it and knew that she was going home, it was, I think, very clear from maybe the first 10 minutes that Vinegar Strokes, this, oh, was her, this is her last episode. There was so much foreshadowing. Like, there was a lot of production in this episode for me. Yeah. Like, for instance, um, they made it a really big point for Crystal to say, I'm if I don't win this challenge and like yes. I need to just lose the competition already because I mm. I was a I went to school for sewing and costume making um then she didn't win it i always think it's funny when people say that oh they're like oh you know like i'm a theater queen and and then just like flub the acting challenge but crystal didn't crystal actually had a fantastic look um also the something wong and vinegar friendship they highlighted too at the very beginning they're like we're best of buds now and then they end up singing together and they were shocked when they found out yeah oh so yeah there was a bit um in the when they were announcing the deliberations that rue announced that um Cheryl Hall was not in the bottom two. And so, which genuine, I think they all pretty much thought that it was going to be her, which I didn't think her look was worthy of the bottom two. Yeah. But I think the second that um, 
something Wong and vinegar strokes like had that moment where they started crying they're like if you go i'm gonna be so sad that immediately sealed their fate of like lip syncing and oh, against yeah. each other because like they, that's the story that's the drama that they want i don't think something Wong deserved it but it was supposed they to be wanted better. The, they wanted the the, the tv yeah. um that that would have been like the when you and i lip sync evan and i are <laughs> sure grace and <laughs> against each other I, <laughs> the I, first the first round double elimination oh of course it is why wouldn't it be we're gonna be dead was it dax exclamation and layla mcqueen oh my god um yeah i've definitely like had dreams like that we were lip syncing and it was it's always like the edge of glory by lady gaga or it's gonna be like some we're gonna think we're gonna be giving you like raven and juju b that very somber epic lip sync but it's would just be a hot booboo mess <laughs> Jamila, if you ever did like a drag show, if you ever had like a gun to your head and like you had to do a show tomorrow, what song would you do it to? Or what would be like your go-to verb that you'd be excited to perform? Hmm. Probably. I don't know. Has any, oh, you know what? Has anyone ever done um, To Be Real? Uh, to Be Real, right? Yeah, I love uh, that song. I think so, actually. I'd have to hear the song to like be able to confirm. Um, no, I think it was on All Stars 2. I think they've done it, yeah. Or, or there's another song called Somebody Else's Guy, which is great because it starts off like super, super, super slow. And it's like the perfect like way to showcase your lip syncing. Mm-hmm. And then it just like crescendos into this like disco hit. Somebody Else's Guy by Jocelyn Brown would be the song that I picked. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I've noticed that so far, well, maybe not all of the lip syncs this season so far have been kind of lackluster, but mm-hmm. I feel like when a song is has kind of one note, like that New Rules by Dua Lipa, there was really like yeah. no... there's you can do. There's, it's all, it's the same note from the start, and I like when you can build, the ones that build up. Yeah. Like, personally, my song would be Alive by Sia. Oh, <gasps> yeah. When I first heard that song, I was driving on the interstate, and I had to pull over because I was sobbing uncontrollably. That song, like the set, first time I heard it, like it like took my spirit and just like snatched my entire <laughs> scalped me, took everything. My ancestors You're were feeling it. Still. Yeah. You know what's funny? I love Sia so much, but I don't like when people sing Sia songs, if that makes any sense. Like if like they're, they're hers. Is yeah, no, no, oh. no, no. I mean, like if if there's if you know, like there's certain people, like Beyonce's a perfect example. Songs that Sia wrote. I it just I just don't like same thing with uh, "Diamonds in the Sky" by Rihanna. That's literally one of my favorite songs of all time. It no. sounds you. It's like a. <laughs> it's like I want to hear Sia sing it because uh-huh. it sounds like a Sia song. song. Yeah. Tonight you and yeah. I like that's a Sia like it's a Sia song and I don't want to hear someone else sing it. I can all I will always want to hear you sing Sia songs in her voice. But no, her, her little like yeah, when she's like her like lack of enunciation. I don't know why it should bother me more than it does, but she's the one artist that I get she's like a gem. No, she, no, she's yeah. so good. Nothing she can do. Um, I think you asked me this about the drag race lip sync song, what I do yeah. a while back. And I was just so put on the spot and it's coming to me right now. And I would do dog days. Oh, you would. Oh, like I, that hasn't been done before. No, no. Has, have they done any Florence in the machine? I don't think they have. They must be. It must be an expensive right to get because there's a I lot mean, of there's a lot of really good songs that you. Can, that's a really good one, actually. Oh, like I get off to it. Like I lip sync every time I, I'm home alone. I put that song on. And that I'm would be so good, good. like especially like like for like a finale. Like you know they they had them do um not a natural woman. Yeah, 
Mm. I'd, there'd be a reveal in mine, I think. Yeah, a reveal of... Tri- I'd fall off stage. Trickery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we digress, we digress. Well, the day that we do drag are in 17 years and we're both on Drag Race. We'll um, we'll look back at this and laugh. Charlie Hyde's 2.0s. Um, oh my God! Yes, yeah, so did, did you? We'll be you, old enough. You remember Charlie Hyde's, correct, Camila? Oh yes, yes I do. I mean, I she has to make some kind of appearance on this season. <gasps> oh, she, she has sh- to. She should. Oh yeah. I wonder how she would have done on this season if she'd waited and been on the UK version. No, no, she wouldn't have done well. good. I don't think she would have done well. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, she, I mean, she wouldn't have if she ever had to lip sync. She would have been out immediately well so far none of them are proving to be tremendous lip sync assassins yeah. charlie did say when she's like on all the acts in london we sing live so i'm not even going to do this right but like that's a that's lame excuse though well that's just as bad as like people who say you have to learn how to sew like you should probably think about Lip-sync. this is going to be a part of it yeah that girl's knees are buckle and i feel like if you if you can <laughs> sing live all lip syncing is is just like performing grandiosely and then like not having shit come out of your mouth you know like it's just it's just singing silently i just don't i doesn't train the translation like seems like it would be easy yeah when i was a kid i learned i was like this super super closet homo boy and i would always take pipe cleaners and i'd make a little microphone oh and God. i was obsessed with britney spears like like every gay boy in that like in the 90s that's like groundbreaking and i would wait till like i'd wait till my parents went to bed and i would get up in my room and i would put it on and i would like uh, literally just like give myself like a lip sync like i was britney spears herself <laughs> but i was so nervous that they were gonna like see or hear me so like i practiced like during the day how to lip sync and not make noise with my mouth because yeah. i was so terrified <laughs> to this day i'm convinced that they'd still hurt me and were making fun of me the whole time but probably um, get them start them young you're gonna find an old videotape of your mom sneaking a video of oh, you bitch, we would do we would do we would do like we lived in government and housing so there was like this this little like room like row of houses that were all coast guard based so there was like maybe 15 of us and we would take all of the picnic tables and put them in the middle of the street. And it was like my stage and my catwalk. <laughs> my poor military dad at the time. <laughs> been- my dad has this video of me when I was like six or seven. And I was obsessed with Janet Jackson and especially the Janet album. And so he set up a camera and he was behind it and he was like, all right, you're going to sing and you're going to dance. Okay. And so I was like, all right. So I'm like singing and dancing, just two stepping, like really, or like demure. And then the telephone rings and he's like, gets up cause he has to go catch it. But the, camera's still rolling and for some reason i didn't make that connection it was like oh no one's watching me and i went (laughs) full out like just full out like choreography like just out and then as soon as he comes back in i was just like went back to like slowly two-stepping again and it's like all on it's all on video it's so embarrassing where can one find this video that needs to be uh, i I mean me it's it's on a vhs as soon as i get it uh (laughs) convert it to a dvd i will send it your way (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) i i always say like we're very lucky to be the age where like i have a lot of those embarrassing like situations as well but they are locked away in a vhs or mm-hmm. some like stinky basement of a cassette tape mm-hmm. they'll never see the it's, light of day it's not on twitter that's for sure oh, good lord um yeah I w- i'd be ruined if that was the case for us at this point <laughs> um all right well let's uh, anything else you want to talk about the last episode before we go into the spoilers uh, what did y'all think about um raven being on there i thought that was a little random 
or did it make sense to you? Uh, it made sense to me because Raven, um, Raven from season two and All Stars one made an appearance, and I think it made sense because Raven was on set because she does Rue's makeup. Oh, okay. So I think they probably just needed someone to like be like kind of gaggy and because she came in like on the car. So I thought, yeah, that's probably all it was, right? Yeah. I was just, I was like, well, because I, I like it when queens come back and give advice. Mm-hmm. And she's on Fashion Photo Review, and she's a pretty stylish queen. Yeah. In my opinion. And, and, and she's known for her looks. Uh, I wish there was, like, more of her if they were going to have her. I thought she was, like, really random, and, like, she was in there for 15 seconds and then left. Oh, yeah. She got all that drag on, and then she was yeah. on camera for seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I have... Of course, nothing to say about this episode, <laughs> but do remind me one, I will watch the next episode. I swear. <laughs> the other thing is that I do uh, remind me that I have a, a drag um, news story that I wanted to talk about, but let's go ahead and talk about rumors first. Great. Yeah. So we'll break, we'll start with, we'll break up the, the rumors with that story. So thanks for the reminder. All right. Again, spoiler alert. If you are listening and do not want to hear spoilers, we are about to dive into season one of Drag Race UK episode four five episode four, four. episode four, four is the Snatch Game. Woo! <gasps> Yay! It's so early, it's... but there's less queens. So yeah, they started with ten, and so now there's what they left through. So there's Let's seven of them. See, how do the gays do math? Um, yeah, I don't know how to do math. Plus two minus so it's eight. Eight. Three. Three. Oh, seven. Girl, you, George, George seven is dead queens as left. Thank God you're great. <laughs> so, He's using his fingers. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, so the Snatch Game is the next week's challenge. So this is obviously legendary. I'm so excited. Um, love, they either go like really poorly or really well. So, so I'm interested in this one. I'm happy. But, I mean, is it going to be one of those things where we can even tell? You know? So, well, so they did, they teased on the episode preview at the end of this last week's, they teased a bit of Michelle Visage at the judging panel telling somebody that it was hands down, if not possibly the best Snatch Game impersonation of all time. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, it's definitely rumored to be, and I've also read, so getting into the spoilers, this is more of a speculation. Um, Jamila, you're also muted, FYI. Um, Um, so while Jamila gets her sound figured out, um, <laughs> it is speculated that this is one of the best like renditions of the Snatch Game we'll see in a long time. Uh, it is rumored that there are two winners this season, this challenge, much like the last time that this happened was when Kennedy Davenport and um, Ginger Minj won in yeah. season seven yeah. as Adele and Little Richard. <laughs> so we are going to go through and uh, we'll talk about the speculated people that they're going to impersonate. Um, and then I will kind of... We'll, tell who we think who is rumored to win who is rumored not to do well um so i'd be curious to get uh, i'm gonna read some of the names and i want a immediate response if you know who these people are okay because obviously a lot of these are oh, british God. celebrities okay. and this is this, for me this is going to be fun to learn like you know i'll probably learn something cool about british pop culture so the first one blue hydrangea is rumored to be mary berry yes Oh, oh, who was okay? Please <laughs> wait. Me? Wait, yes. oh, Mary Berry is she from Great British Bake Off? Yes. Okay, yes, I she do. She's a short, older <laughs> woman with a short haircut, and she's so sweet. And it's usually her and Paul Hollywood. Oh yes, I love this. Is she a judge or is she like a contestant? She's a judge. No, she's she. A judge. But she's like kind of like saucy for like an older woman. Like I mean, like 
she makes like kind of like dirty innuendos about the cakes and you're like, okay, Mary. <laughs> All right, Mary. Go, Mary. <laughs> well, that's, and that's definitely fitting because we also saw last week, we saw Blue Hydrangea kind of emerge as a very like confident, like she's definitely coming out of her shell a little more, but we're she's been kind of revealed to be the like the sneaky uh, shade queen of the season. Very like snippy remarks that were almost kind of annoying. Did you find her little comments to... Uh, Davina to be annoying after a while when she Which was one specifically I can't think of any they, of the they were getting ready and she kept she kept hammering hammering on the fact that she was like old and she'd be like oh how was drag when you did it 70 million years ago oh, and like Jesus. Davina was trying to be like supportive and she was like all right girl like enough like we Davina get there's nothing wrong I she know. doesn't deserve that she, um I did I can't remember specifics of the show um but I do remember getting a sense of like um I was kind of giving it getting annoyed at um Blue Hydrangea. Yeah. Just a little bit. Like, but I do think like she's definitely coming out of her shell for sure. Yeah. Um, I thought she came out of her shell in her lip sync um when in episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and just yeah. a continuation of yeah. that. That was kind of the start of it, they claim. That's why a lot of times they also will put these girls on the bottom, they say, because it like that mm-hmm. apparently like kind of jolts them back mm-hmm. into a little, you know, out of their whatever funk. How old in. is she? She's twenty one, I think. Really? She's, she's, very, quite she's, young. she's quite young. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Mary Berry, that's exciting. I had no idea who that was. Uh, bag of chips is rumored to be Margaret Thatcher. Not surprising. That's going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, obviously like I know the general gist of Margaret Thatcher, like uh, as a political icon, but I don't know her mannerisms enough or I don't know enough about her to like, obviously I'm going to learn through bag of chips. Um, but that'll be curious to see. And it's also curious because it'll be fun watching that character interact with the Vivian who the Vivian is rumored to play Donald Trump. See, you know what? This is going to be amazing because they are two like conservatives. And so in a gay arena, as long as they play to that in a funny way, I think they'll be fine. You know what I'm also interested in? I, and this has nothing to do with drag race, but I am interested. I love it seeing like how others look at our politics Yes. So I yeah. want to see how that's going to convey on stage because like, I know how an American would make, would be Trump on, on stage. And so it's going to be interesting to see a British person do it. Yeah. And I, I have, I'm, I'm conflicted about this. I think I may have talked about this, but I, I'm kind of in the, the, the camp right now where I don't like love giving Donald Trump any attention. Yeah. And so for me, like the, anytime like SNL does the characteristics, like I don't find it funny anymore. I don't like to watch it. Like I don't like to, I, in my perfect world, we would just like acknowledge him as little as possible. So he will kind of be not erased from our history, but I, I don't know how I feel about um, him, like having a spot on, on the show right now. It's kind of like certain people like to this day, aren't funny. You know, like Hitler will never really be funny. Mussolini yeah. will, you know, like there's just some people in history who just will, as much time as passes is like they they still aren't funny because of the the heaviness that comes with like why they were you know in power in the first place right and i think a lot of times the humor of it with these characters kind of comes from it being in the past and that like you know you think you know what their impact like margaret thatcher for example some people think of her as one of the you know this terrible terrible figure yeah um and but like she's no longer like influencing the world like donald trump could still and i don't know it just terrifies me but um the rumor is is that they do well because the rumored two winners of this challenge are actually rumored to be the vivian and bag of chips so we're gonna see we're gonna probably see some but we're gonna see some strong performances as margaret thatcher and donald trump i have a question um that's related to this what's up what is your opinion on drag queens doing male figures during snatch game i'm for it yeah Yes, I'm for it uh, because I think 
that it highlights that drag can be anything. And I think some of the strongest, some of the most, the biggest winners I think have been, or one of the best impersonations have been men. Again, yeah. Kennedy Davenport doing little Richard is. Oh iconic. my gosh. But at the same time, little Richard was very feminine. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm. It, yeah. So it was kind of like, it was, it was like drag, but not drag. And that was like kind of what was fun about it. Who was, who was another male person? Um. So um what's her name i can't think of snatch game but i know like milk did boy rupaul mm-hmm. thorgy thor was michael jackson that oh, was oh, right. yes. that also was... feminine though all three of them have been yeah. fem- feminine male characters so this one trump is not going to be a feminine character or maybe they will. or maybe they maybe will. Be the be gag. um yeah there's the there's been a few other male and i'll it'll come to me later but yeah like so i'm, I'm for it what do you think jamila no, I mean, I'm just excited to see what they bring to it. Um, but I'm also interested in hearing who the other Snatch Game people will be because I'm a little bit bored by the idea of doing Trump and Margaret yeah. Thatcher. Yeah. They're two really wildly – I feel like also sometimes the more um, – uh, kitsch or the more subversive like under the radar people that get chosen are always the best to me like yeah. um maggie smith or um oh little edie from little, Grey yeah, gardens little, oh, oh, you know yeah. like i i feel like sometimes when people make more um abstract uh obscure references or people that it's it and, but still make it funny and that's what i was kind of hoping to see especially since it's british you know drag race Totally, totally. Well, in fact, no, actually, I'm happy to continue with the list then. So the next one is Crystal, who is playing Blanche Devereaux. <gasps> From the Golden Girls. Yes. yes. This is oh going to be great. Oh, she's, is she, oh, no, she's not the only American actress. Is Blanche Devereaux, this is going to be so ignorant. Please don't make fun of me for this. Is Blanche Devereaux the name of the character or the actress? It's the name of the character. So that's interesting that I remember last week we were saying how a lot of, a lot of times on VH1 for US Drag Race, the girls can't outwardly say I'm playing this fictional character. They have to be the actor. Mm-hmm. So I wonder mm-hmm. if there's like a different if they have they can like get away with more on BBC. I don't know. Well, then but, the, but Blanche, though, is like she's out of all of the Golden Girls. I feel like she is the most like the biggest personality. Mm-hmm. She was like super sexual, super Southern. Um, yeah. She was, kind of, she, was the, she was the promiscuous one, right? Yes. And just very yeah. glamorous. Mm. Well, that'll be fun to see. Um, also, speaking of uh, Crystal, did you guys know that apparently Crystal's real name is Crystal Beth? Beth. Yeah. And she they, had to change it. They, they made her change it for yep. the show. Because it's too close to Crystal Meth. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think it was race that like, they were talking about it. And they said she should have just named herself Crystal Elizabeth. The joke oh, that's funny. The joke would have still been there, but not... Uh, would have been a little more subversive. But speaking of really appropriate names, Cheryl Hole is the next. And Cheryl is rumored to play Gemma Collins. Gemma? 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 I don't know who that is. I, she looks uh, familiar. I think she, I recognize her from a um, series of a Celebrity Big Brother UK. <gasps> That's where she's from. That's the only reason I know her. And yeah. She's got that viral clip where she's like, I'm claustrophobic. I think it's Gemma. Gemma? Right? Mm, I don't Because is, this is the Celebrity Big Brother that, um, Polar, Tiffany Pollard was on, right? That same season? Uh, oh, there's a million versions of it, but yeah. Oh, maybe actually it was the same season. Have you seen Tiffany Pollard on Celebrity Big Brother UK? I have only seen the part where she thought that uh, David Geffen, or I think David Geffen died, and it was David Bowie. 
which is honestly like hands down one of the, the greatest moments in reality TV history for me. Yeah, they were, they were, uh, I think they're in the same season. Okay. Which is the only reason I recognize it because I watched a compilation of um, Tiffany's best moments and Gimma was in like four of them. You know, we're, we're big, we're big, Tif- big Tiffany Pollard fans at this podcast here. <laughs> Literally once a week, I probably watch those videos. It helps. It's my ASMR. It is my pick me up. <laughs> um, so that'll be curious to see how that goes. Uh, next up is Davina DeCampo, who is rumored to play Julia Childs. Oh, this is great. And Julia Childs will get a redemption, hopefully, because yeah. Milk played Julia Childs yeah. on season six and bombed it. So hopefully yes. this is good. And I feel like Davina has that like fun, like that voice that she can do. So it'll be oh, hopefully yeah. it'll be fine. Um, I can't get a say. Like Milk looked looked like Julia Childs. Like you saw the look because Milk just so towering. Mm-hmm. And Julia Childs was a larger woman. Um, I don't know Davina De Campos height. I don't know. I'm interested yeah. to see that. Well, luckily they're sitting. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up is Something Wong, who is remembered to play David Attenborough. Which Who? is very, very interesting. That? So this is the man that he has that he has like the gorgeous voice that he does all of like the um documentary like narrations. He's like a very oh, famous yeah. you've definitely like heard his voice. How do you do that on a snatch game? That's gonna be I mean Well, yeah. I have just make yourself into an old white man. But like so he just like is gonna talk in the same tone the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, again, I would love for it to be, you know. A surprise like hit because I don't well, know you have it. the rumor tops you don't know if anyone like yeah. falls oh, I do. oh i do we do i was gonna build some suspense I, I'm, interested, oh, okay. I, I'm interested to see what rue's comments going to be about her in the workroom when she says who she's gonna do yeah well also I'd be curious to see what you does because last week last episode she literally like straight up said after rue came to visit her something wong says yeah i'm not listening to rue i'm taking my own advice oh that's right and it's like, Bitch, <laughs> like at least pretend like you're listening. That's she like, turned that look out though. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, so those are the rumored contests or those are the rumored characters. And the bottom two is speculated to be something Wong and Crystal. Oh, sad. so something and Wong. Was, I'm sorry. Who was Crystal again? Crystal was supposed to, is rumored to be uh, Blanche Devereaux. Right. Okay. So, which I think I could honestly see that kind of makes sense in my mind. I, of the crowd, I'm expecting the rumors are that the two, the three best are Davina DeCampo um, bag of chips and the Vivian, who are kind of just pulling away at this point, with the Vivian and bag of chips both having a double win. Um, and so after that, you kind of get like not the rest of the contestants, but I wouldn't imagine all of them have as many like strong acting chops. Yeah. So I feel like those two are were most likely to be involved. So in that anyway. will put bag of chips won one episode. Mm-hmm. Div- uh, sorry, the Vivian won an episode, mm-hmm. and then they are now each winning one more. Yes. So they're each going to have two. They've been the only winners, correct? Yes. Oh, it's actually rumored wow. that it's actually rumored that throughout the whole season, each of them will win three challenges. And really, considering there's like six episodes, not six episodes, you know what I mean? But they're yeah. they're yeah. gonna they're gonna dominate for sure. Wow. Um, the uh, the lip sync song is rumored to be. I cannot wait to tell you guys this. The rumored song is "Spice Up Your Life" by the Spice Girls, <gasps> which oh, like awesome. Finally, finally, like, yeah. Uh God, I'm very excited. About I'm that. actually really excited. So typically, I'll, I'll like with queens that I, I fall in love with immediately. Crystal is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go online and watch their like performances. I haven't done that with Crystal, so I'm actually really excited to see how she sings on stage. Yeah, and something uh, wrong is my favorite. And I love something. I love her too. And I didn't see the last episode, so I'm curious to see how she is as a lip syncer. I thought she was fine. She's not like. 
overdramatic. Like, there's no death drops. There's nothing physical about them. But I thought her lip syncing was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they um they did a song that I apparently didn't remember. I've never seen the first season of Drag Race US. Apparently, it was a repeat song. Um, but it was apparently much better than the performance that was given on the US version. So oh. I'll give her that. Well, it's, it's season one. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Room. <laughs> too hard um but unfortunately i do hate to break it to you Joe jamila that something wong is allegedly the next queen to go home which- I, yeah i mean it's a i i love her for like reasons be like she's i think she's funny i'm gonna miss her commentary um but this is a fierce competition there are some strong 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 people in it so yeah i'm not i'm not surprised yeah I yeah that i actually thought that too like this is a really strong cast. I cannot like, emphasize how much I'm obsessed with this cast. It's so polished. And like, I was rewatching the lip sync from last episode and I was just looking in the back at all the queens and I'm like, holy shit, they all look fantastic. And these are the bottom two. Mm-hmm. And I, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. I, just, I think it's like all of the things I loved about early seasons, like the grit and there's like, mm-hmm. you know, they've all kind of home, not homemade their own outfits, but a lot of it is like, like home drag that they're they're still kind of getting started. Whereas, you know, the newer seasons of the U S version, the girls come in with all these like expensive things that they've had made for them, but it's got like old school, like vibe with like the budget of a newer season. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's the best, (laughs) the best of both. I feel like. So that is something Wong will be the next queen to go home. We'll miss her. So they're not bringing any Queens back like randomly, are they? I don't know. Cause I feel like the season's flying by. It kind of is. I don't right. know how many episodes are rumored to be of this series, but well, if you do the math, seven. Yeah, sometimes and at they, least three. Yeah, they might actually. I mean, they've did they bring someone back for season eleven? Like after they were eliminated? Mm, I think it's only happened a couple times. In yeah, the uh, yeah. I'll be curious to see if I'm assuming this will get picked up again. If they'll do like a Miss Vanjie, or you know, when they bring someone back from the previous or Shangela. Yeah. Who would you think is most likely to return if they did another season? <laughs> Hmm. It would have to. You think so? Yeah. I feel like it's always someone who went home too early. You know what I mean? Like with Vanjie, it was like this very, very, very memorable person where it's like, oh, like I want to see more of them. Um, I don't feel like either of them went home too early. I feel like they went home when they were supposed to. I feel like Gothy did. Obviously, Gothy cannot lip sync worth shit. Yeah. But I think she, her looks are so crazy polished like i was shocked to find out that she was the first to go home like when i first heard the news from you mm-hmm. um but i yeah I, I think if she like goes to dancing classes she can get some shit together and come back <laughs> yeah but I, think- I feel this i feel the same way about vinegar strokes a little bit like she left in the what the third episode and i feel like I feel like she's missing the the refineness of like looks. You know what I mean? Huge personality, big personality, funny, but just can't really get it together as far as like her looks are concerned. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I think there's going to be a definite like at, like a gap where she when she's not in this next episode, just because I think she was great at commentating. She was a very smart like you know she's very clever and witty. Like the only thing that she was really failing at was her looks. So, yeah, yeah. I w- I'd be down for that. I think that they would bring back Scaredy Cat after like a year or so because like i feel like she is so marketable to like those young people that are obsessed with the show like get her out for a year like she's like you know give her some experience and like see where she's like you know if she's improved or not yeah but when we first started doing research about all the rumors for this season Mm 
Um, she is the queen who came up the most, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, because um, when people were putting a list of all the potential cast members, um, they couldn't figure out the 11th queen oh. or the 10th queen because um, they couldn't find anyone who just appeared for a few weeks. But it's because she never had an Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she's brand new to the scene, so no one could have ever guessed that she was going to be on. So people were obsessed with her, and they all talked about they called her the bedroom queen or the something with girl with a cat name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think she is pretty big on the internet. I would say. Yeah. She's I, marketable. My feelings for it sort of go up and down. I know Jamila is not the biggest fan, but not at all. I'm not, <laughs> not, not in the way that like, I, I, you know, George, I get your point with Gothi Kendall. I would love to see Gothi Kendall come back because like you look at her Instagram and, and there's effort. A huge effort, like a huge, just beautiful, beautiful, you know, like yeah. I, I like I see the potential for her to grow and grow and grow and get bigger. I've ugh, scaredy cat. Like if I can do it, then I'm not interested in watching yeah. it. That's like why I watch Simone Biles. Like I like watching people do things that I just could never fathom doing. I think that's <laughs> fascinating. Like, yeah, that's a really good point. Um I yeah, I'd be down to see Gothi Kendall, who also apparently ha- already got her teeth fixed. Have you seen these photos? Oh, no. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you I've guys had me watching photo. exactly. You guys had me looking at photos of like her uh below Gert- her, the belt. So Gert- I Gert- really Kendall. yeah, I didn't really get to see her face that much. <laughs> I'd say who <laughs> wasn't paying attention to the teeth. I'd say 80% of my not safe for work searches happen when I'm doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, that was the rumors for next week's episode. Um, oh, we can talk about maybe the guest judge real quick. Um, the rumored guest judge is a oh boy, who was what's her name? Uh, Jerry Halliwell. <gasps> Our our UK listeners are probably going to scream that I don't know who this is, but it sounds um, like you do. It, yeah, it's it's Jerry from the Spice Girls. Oh, oh duh. ginger, really? ginger spice. Oh shit, that's who that is. Uh, we're looking yeah. at a, we're looking at a new photo of her, so. Yeah, but she's blonde. Yeah, no, no. She, has red, she has red hair. Oh, duh. That's why they're doing the Spice Girl song. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, that's fierce. That's fierce. Yeah. And the rumored um, contestants on the Snatch Game are Lorianne Kelly and Stacey Dooley, who I can't say I know much about. Either one of those people. Either one I, of them. Never heard of them. And this is when we start looking these British yep. actors and celebrities. Uh, yep. Who is it? Stacey Dooley. Stacey Dooley. And... Um, Lorian Kelly. But yeah, so the bottom two is Crystal and Something Wong with Something Wong going home to spice up your life. Uh, and that is that for the rumors for next week's episode. R.I.P. R.I.P. Something Wong. Uh, Jamila, I want to go back to you and ask you to t- share that information about that story you were mentioning. Oh, yes, that story. So over the weekend, uh, Joey Santolini a.k.a. the Queen of Town, a.k.a. Tatiana, was arrested in Atlanta for disorderly cu- conduct. Yes. Last weekend. Or last two weeks ago. Oh, it was weekend. two weeks ago? It was like, yeah, it was like last week or something. Never mind. About it why, did I, why did I think this happened this weekend? Yeah, well, it happened yeah, um, over... It. You're so, right. It happened on the 15th. Yeah. Sorry. No, did we, we talk talked about it last weekend? Mm-hmm. Very quickly, it like it had, the news had just broke, like as we were talking. So I had nothing to say besides she got arrested. Oh, well, not, okay. But 
living in DC, I can add some things to this story that have developed over the past week. Um, She has capitalized on that moment in her life, though. She immediately came out with merch. She booked two. um, She had two bookings that week. Um, She did a surprise um, performance at Trade, which is one of the bars that showed uh, the do Drag Race UK. Um, And she hosted it and did a performance there. And I'm on a kickball league. Stonewall Kickball, they booked her literally two days after that story broke. They booked her for our closing party, and she's going to do performances and hosting it. So it's going to oh be pretty funny. So dare we say that this is the most important booking of her life was oh, going getting booked funny. in jail. But um, <laughs> is she putting her mugshot on t-shirts? Because oh, I would yes. buy that. It's the one crying. Yes, mugshot oh on gosh. t-shirts. Wasn't the name of the party at trade called Disorderly Conduct? Yes. Like Stan, good for her. Yeah, I heard. Th- I heard like there were some stories about like what actually happened, and she kind of just admitted to being drunk and like kind of sassy. But she said she was crying in her mugshot because she was scared and didn't know like what was happening. But I would have been, I'd be sobbing my eyes out. So I don't even know what my mugshot would look like. I wouldn't go through the back door. Well, gay yeah, people, gay people <laughs> been using back doors for years and years, nothing new. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad that she is uh, profiting off of this. Good lord. Um, I love we, a good little misdemeanor. That's a good drag name. Misdemeanor. I'm sure it's taken. Oh, yeah. Misdemeanor oh. has to be taken. That's uh, Missy Elliott's little dog's name. Oh, well, I'm sure well, it's, it's her, passed away. It's her like, moniker, too. Missy it's, Misdemeanor Elliott. That's right. Mm. Oh, what? Oh, that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the house. Oh, shit. In the house. I was too young to even know what that meant. Look I want me. this mug because the mug, the coffee mug, has her mugshot on the front and on the back it says choices. <laughs> dad oh my god yeah because then she had that third like thing on all stars too was that tea set just like rebranded tea set tea with tati with her her mugshot on oh it. yeah i'd buy it i'd wear one i never see her in dc though like i feel like her like performances are always either like in bars i don't go to or i like i miss it and it's like spur of the moment um yeah i've actually i will say i've only seen her perform once and i've seen her out of drag twice really yep yeah i don't know i need to go to a good drag there's no good there's no good clubs here for like queens to perform. Jamila, it's so bad. There are like no really. Yeah. The gay bars are all being shut down left and right. It's pretty sad. Oh no, is Nelly still popping? That will always stay popping. <laughs> it's popping, but it's like it's it's, it's not, yeah, not, it's, it's not, not for younger people. It's just not yeah. our scene anymore. We're just yeah. we've we gotten older. I think it's funny that there's do, does Nelly make do they make the actual shirts that say make Nelly's gay again? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Like that's smart. <laughs> oh, the reason the reason that shirt's funny, um, and I'll be very quick about this. Um, Nelly's is, is advertised as a gay bar. Um, but over the past probably like four years, it's become 50-50, I would say for the most part. Or it's because it's a, a lot of young people go um while they're underage and it's like the only bar that they can get into, and so they don't care if it's gay or not. Mm-hmm. Um and so you'll see like a lot of just like random straight men who come in with like their friendship because that's the only bar they can get into. Gag. Oh, so and nice. hopefully some cops are listening to this so those children can stop coming. Please. And it's yeah. gay again. Because I live right next to Nellie's and I, I don't think I've been <laughs> since I moved there. Like just for that reason. It's, it, I can't with it. Can um, you imagine me the cop listening to the rumor reel though? <laughs> I'm sure there's one. God, our listeners are broad and like we do not uh, <laughs> of what's I'm looking for, not undercover cop. Anyway, Black Lives Matter. Literally. Oh well, um, you guys, <laughs> I feel like that is a good place for us to stop right now, at least for this week. At Black Lives Matter. At Black Lives Matter, because they absolutely <laughs> matter. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, this has been another wonderful rendition or episode of the Rumor Mill. Uh, hopefully next week um, I will be a lot more energetic, or we will yeah, definitely. I, know. I will have recovered from fully recovered from my fever, yep. and Jamila will. Not I'll be, be all caught up. There we. <laughs> she will be all caught up. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. It is. I mean, as crazy and hectic as our lives are, I do think it's. I mean, I think it's it's nice that this is a, a constant personally in my life because it's just fun to actually sit down and talk about something that I love very much. But also, it's great seeing you guys. And um, I can't wait to be on the other end of this when you guys are recording together because you're both going to be in yeah! New York. And I'll be, who else is going to drink the wine with me? I like having you here, George, because someone shares the bottle with me. I, know. I shouldn't even be drinking right now. And Highway to alcoholism. Yay. I've crossed that bridge. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they say alcoholics need a drink. I don't need a drink. I got one right here. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, have a wonderful week and till next time. Thank you so much for listening to the rumor mill. Bye. 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 You can find Jamila Zara in line at Planned Parenthood. And at her lifestyle blog, HiHowAreYou.com. That's H-I-G-H-H-O-W-A-R-E-Y-O-U.com. You can follow Jorge Munoz on Instagram at the real Jorge Munoz. That's R-E-A-L-J-O-R-G-E-M-U-N-O-Z. Follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M. Ayers. That's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S. And on Twitter at Nobody Cares. It's Nobody. Uh, C-A-Y-R-E-S. You can also hear him on his other podcast, Fat Camp. The Rumor Mill is an Afterthought Media podcast.